Hi, welcome to our sermon for today as we go through the book of Romans. You know, if you're new here, we'd like to get in touch with you. I personally want to pray for you. So comment in the section below. You can actually follow us in Facebook or you can personally message me. My name is Pastor Francis. So I hope you guys are ready as we go through the sermon today. We are talking about something very significant, something very timely today. By the way, my name is Pastor Francis, and if this is your first time, we'd like to welcome you. Today, we are going to talk about suffering. Wow. We're going to talk about something that is real, something that a lot of Filipinos are going through today. Uh, I've been reading news, and I've been seeing that uh, they're talking about a lot of people might get laid off uh, a few weeks from now or even the coming months. Why? Because everyone is suffering one way or the other. Suffering with health, suffering with a sickness, a terminal disease, suff suffering with finances. We're going to talk about suffering because I believe that the Bible will allow us to see life and to see an encouragement today as we talk about suffering. You know, the problem with suffering is nobody is exempted. It's been a heavy week for a lot of us here in church. Uh, one of the pastors actually lost her mother-in-law, his mother-in-law. I myself, no, me, my, me and my wife, we lost a tita, uh, a tita from my wife's side. And it was uh, a really hard time, a really hard time to mourn, a really hard time to accept the reality of uh, being eaten up by a, a sickness, being eaten up by a disease. Suffering. What does suffering mean? Suffering means the state of undergoing hardships, pains, distress. And I was able to reflect upon this word this week, and I was asking God, Lord, why are there so much suffering today? You know, these are a few of the thoughts that I came up with with regards to suffering. Number one, that it's not only physical. Some People might say suffering is only when we go through a sickness. But the reality is you can actually be smiling right now, facing a lot of people in your work, in your business, in whatever you do. You post a lot of great things in social media, but you might be suffering from within. Suffering is not only physical, but it is also emotional. Sometimes it's also financial, especially for the people who don't know where to get their finances during this time. Suffering is also... Um, one of the things that I also realized is nobody is exempted from suffering. One way or the other, we will all go through tri trials, and so we will all suffer. Some say that it's either you are entering one, or you are already in one, or you just went out of one. Another thing that I realized is when we talk about suffering, there are so many questions that whenever we feel that whenever we are in this suffering, we actually ask questions that we don't find answers to. And what are those questions? The first question that comes to mind is, Lord, why me? If you have asked that question and you are online now, just chat there. That's you. Just chat there that you've asked that question. Lord, why me? Sometimes we ask, Lord, do I deserve this? Meron bang sa inyo nagtanong na ng ganong question? You know, suffering has... Uh, left a lot of us with so many questions unanswered. But I believe today that as we, yes, this is a hard topic to discuss. Yes, it, it's sometimes that uh, whenever we talk about this word, we don't want to, uh, sometimes oh, we don't want to hear these things. But we need to because as people of God, my encouragement is we will find 
the encouragement that comes from His very Word. And so I hope you guys um, look at this as something that will give life if you are going through suffering. Now, if you know people who are suffering, this message might be for them. And so don't forget to share this preaching to them. Let's pray. Lord, thank you that as we go through your word today that is found in Romans chapter 8, Lord, allow us to see you, to see you, God, to see the hope that you bring in our lives, that even though my brothers and sisters might be suffering in, 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 in an area in, in their lives, Lord, we know that we may not have answers to all the questions that we have, but we know that the answers that we need, you will reveal to us today. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, we are still in our series, The Gospel Explained. And we have to understand this, that when we fully grasp the gospel, we will see, we will come to see that it applies in every part of our lives. And that is including trials and sufferings. And so as we go through Romans 8, we're going through verse 18 to 28. Let's allow Paul unpack the truth on what we need to know about suffering. He starts with Romans 8 verse 18. It says here, yet what, we have, what, yet what we suffer now is nothing compared to the glory He will reveal to us later. You know, suffering makes us focus on the pain that we have. Imagine this. The last time you suffered, that might be a physical suffering or emotional suffering. Napansin nyo, no? You are consumed by it. You can't seem to function. You can't seem to do what is right. You can't seem to uh, plan out your day, your week. Why? Because we are focused on the pain. We are focused and our perspective in, in, is stuck in those sufferings. And so Paul tells us that as we suffer, yes, that is a reality. He's not disregarding the fact that it is painful. He's not disregarding the fact that it affects our lives. But what he's saying is that we need to change our perspective on how we see this suffering. And he tells us that we need to look at what is to come. He tells us that it is nothing compared to the glory that God would reveal. The first thing that Paul tells us, that encourages us in suffering is this, that we need to know that there is a future glory. Why is that very important? And let me explain. You know, suffering is temporary one way, uh, how, however you look at it. Why? Some of you might say, hey, I've been battling this issue of my life, this relational, this, this, this broken relationship. I've been in this relationship. I've been suffering for years. How are you to say that it is temporary? But when we look at it in the grand of things, this is what Paul was saying. Look at it in the lens of eternity, that there is a glory, future glory that will come. You know, for people who are suffering physically today, there will come a time that we will be given glorified bodies. That the things that is limiting us today when we are suffering will no longer be present anymore. And these are the things that I was thinking about, no? Sabi ko, Lord, pag may glorified body na ako, hindi na mataas yung hairline ko, babalik na yung dati kong hairline, bababa na. Hindi ko na kailangan gumanito lagi. What else? Probably the things that you want to eat, hindi mo na makakain today. You know, when you have that glorified body, wow, in heaven we can have steak every day. We, we don't need to monitor our BPs every day. We don't need to wear masks every day in our glorified bodies. Not only do we have glorified bodies in, in the time that we meet Jesus as He returns, 
We also have, we also have glorified relationship. That, what does that mean? The things that make us suffer today in this broken world will no longer be available. There will always be trust. Hindi na tayo tatalikuran ng tao. We will never be alone. We will always be loved by people. People will actually uh, show their best to us. Nobody will be backstabbed anymore. Imagine that. Nobody will um, speak against you, but only speak life to you. The glory days that when heaven comes. Why am I talking about suffering versus the reality of heaven? You know, in, the, in light of eternity, we have to understand that our current suffering today is only temporary. Let me explain. You know, Paul says it in 2 Corinthians verse 4, verse 17. In a different letter, he says this, For this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. He also says, as we look not to the things that are seen, but in the things that are unseen. We have to focus on the what is above, he says, for the things that are seen are transient. Yung mga nakikita natin will be temporary, mawawala din. But the things that are unseen are eternal. It is light and momentary. And so for us, when we go through suffering, it's important for us to know that this is only temporary because God will take us out of this suffering one way or the other. You know, for some of you, you might say, Panion, for people who suffered a disease, for example, COVID, and it has taken your life. You know, for believers, this is the main difference. Yes, our bodies may waste here on earth. Yes, our bodies might die here on earth. But as believers, and this is very important that you get this, as believers, our lives start in eternity with God. With that perfect glorified body. And so our lives does not end in suffering. It starts in the per- perspective of eternity. I was researching, no, that, alam nyo ba to, Filipinos actually have 70.95 years um, average lifespan here on earth. And you may say, that's short, no? 70 years, that's short. Some of you might say 100 might be enough. You know, you can live up to 150 or 200 years old, but it is still a speck compared to the life in eternity. You know, your current suffering, just like what Paul said, will also come to pass. It will uh, end one way or the other. And we have to understand that the suffering that we encounter is nothing compared to what God has planned for us in our lives. Yes, we are not waiting for that future glory to come tomorrow or the next week, but it changes our perspective that we know that, yes, Lord, but we know that it will end. Suffering is temporary. Why is that very important to know? Because a lot of us want to focus not on the eternal perspective, but the worldly perspective. This is the major problem that a lot of people encounter. And that's why as we continue in verse 19, it says, For all creation is waiting eagerly for that future day when God will reveal who His children are. Verse 20, against its will, all creation was subject to the God's curse, but with eager hope, verse 21, the creation looks forward to the day when 
it will join God's children in glorious freedom from death and decay. Verse 22, For we know that all creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right up to the present time. For that four to five verses, what was Paul saying? That even creation, he actually personifies creation, the creation of God, the earth, the world that we're living into. He says that it is also waiting for the new earth, for the new heavens to come. Why? Because of sin. As soon as sin entered the world, it has corrupted the world. The world we live in is broken. And so if we try to look for solutions that the world offers for our suffering, unfortunately, we will fail to find that solution. Why? Because the world solution is only temporary. The world solution is only something that is not, um, it won't fix our problem. And I know this because when I was still, before I met Christ, I have to uh, share with you my life. When I had problems, I would actually drink my problems away. Yes, I would fix the problem. For how long? Two, three hours? And when I wake up, what happens? I have this massive headache and massive hangover. You know, the world we live in tells us that everything that we need to survive, to get away from suffering is available, but unfortunately, it is not. What else? You have to remember that suffering reminds us to be more dependent on God and less satisfied with the world. Let me read that again. Suffering, the reality of that pain, the hardship and enduring, reminds us that we need to be dependent on God and not satisfied with the world. You know, a lot of people would say this, if only I had this money today, I would actually end my suffering. If only I had this relationship back today, I would actually end this suffering. If only I had this, I had that. You know what? Only Jesus can rescue us from the pain and the hardships and the suffering that we are going through. Why? Because even the world we live in is broken. And that's why it's groaning for the new earth. And so until Jesus returns, we always need to remind ourselves that in suffering, we need to know that it is God who rescues us. I like this quote by uh, Blaise Pascal, one of a, a philosopher and a theologian. He said this, there is a God-shaped vacuum in our heart, uh, in the heart of each man, which cannot be satisfied by any created thing, but only by God the Creator, made known through Jesus Christ. You know, suffering is a place where we find brokenness in this world, and only God can fill that void. Only God can allow us to experience that breakthrough, that new life, that newness, that we can actually overcome suffering. But unless we know who He is, the answer to our suffering, we will look for the solution in the world that we live in. As we continue, it's not only the problem of the world. The Bible says it's also our problem, even as believers. In Romans 8 verse 23, it says, And not only the creation, but we ourselves, us as believers who have the first fruits of the Spirit, groan inwardly as we wait eagerly for the adoption as sons and the redemption of our bodies. This is the theology of 
already but not yet. What does that mean? It actually reminds us that yes, God has given us the, that new spirit, that new life. But our bodies are still the old bodies. It still wastes away. Naluluma pa rin, no? Yes, I look 20, but maluluma din tong look ko na to. You know, the bodies that we have in the world that we live in is broken. It, it, the, the Bible says it will decay. And there will come a time that it will be no more. But until that time comes, we have to remember that the benefits that we receive from the Lord, we, we, it empowers us today, but it's not yet full until we meet Him face to face. This is our reality. And that's why we have to remember that we are people Yes, we are wasting away in our physical bodies, but our spirits are connected with our Heavenly Father. And that's why there's hope. Verse 24 says, We were given this hope when we were saved. If we already have something, we don't need to hope for it. Verse 25, it says, But if we look forward to something, we don't yet... Bakit may lumilipad-lipad dito? We don't yet have, we must wait patiently and confidently and that is the sure hope that we profess that we can wait confidently and patiently you know during this time i realized that ngayon i answer phone calls that are unlisted ito yung number lang how many of you three years ago you wouldn't actually dare do that but now when somebody calls without any uh, saved number in, in my phone, I would answer why. Because most probably it's a delivery. Most probably it's the order that I have in Lazada or in Shopee from the 8-8 and now 9-9 and then 10-10. It's something that we are waiting for and looking forward to. The question is this. Is our waiting on God in suffering are we waiting patiently and confidently? Just like waiting for that delivery. Yung talaga excited ka. Alam niyo ba yung feeling? And if this is you, no? Type, that's me. Alam niyo ba yung feeling na pag may delivery, tas check nyo online, refresh. Ay, ano na? In transit na. After mo yung check 10 minutes, it check. Ay, baka nandiyan na, deliver. You're so excited, you wait eagerly. Why? Because the anticipation of waiting is uh, sure. Alam mo na it will come. Are we waiting on the Lord that way in time of suffering? You know, one of the things that is important for us to talk about today is, yes, we need to know that suffering is temporary and that there is a future glory. We also have to know that we are people of hope. That when God saved us, we can access that, that waiting on Him, believing for that miracle, believing for that breakthrough in spite of suffering. We are people should, that should overflow with hope. We are people who are called believers. We're not called defeated people. We're called believers because we believe in, in, in the things that uh, are only from God. We believe in hope. We believe in breakthrough. We believe in, we believe in miracles. Why? Because this is who we are. We are filled with hope. Question. And I want you to answer this in the Facebook chat. The last time you went through a trial, the last time that you were going through a suffering, how did you respond? What was your response? Was it in hope? Or was it in hopelessness? Yung talo na agad, yung meron ka palang nakuhang struggle na problem or you, you know that you're gonna go through something, as soon as you respond, ah, wala na, this is the end. How did you respond? Another question, what were the first words that came out of your mouth? Was it words of life 
or was it words of death? You have to know that we are people of hope. And that's why when we suffer, we are the people who can say, Lord, I know that you will rescue me. Lord, I don't know when, I don't know how, but I know I can trust you to rescue me. That's how we respond to suffering because we are people who overflow with hope. The question is, in the people who are suffering around you, do they draw hope from you? Do they see hope in your life? Or are you also the ones who are dragging them down? It's a good time to reflect on how we respond in suffering. I like this quote by Tim Keller. It says, Christianity does not provide the reason for each experience of pain. There are things that we cannot answer. Questions like, Lord, do I deserve this or why me? But he says, but it does provide deep resource for actually facing suffering with hope and courage rather than bitterness and despair. Is your life in bitterness and despair today? Or are you living in hope and in courage? You know, I know a lot of people who are going through a lot today. But believe me, the only thing that changes them from the people with bitterness and despair, pag kinausap mo, ito sagot nila, I'm still thankful. I'm still alive. I'm still thankful that God is faithful. I'm still thankful that God is with me. He still encourages me. He has never left me. He will never leave me nor forsake me. And I will hold on to that breakthrough. There's a big difference in our response as we face suffering in our lives. And so we should stop asking questions like, Lord, do I deserve this? We should stop asking questions like, Lord, may pag-asa pa ba? There is always hope in the Lord. I hope you are encouraged by this, that we are people of hope and that we are people of God, that He will never leave us. Last verse, verse 26. Oh, sorry, not yet the last verse. Almost the last verse, verse 26. And it says, The Holy Spirit helps us in our what? Weakness. For example, sabi ni Paul, no? we don't know what God wants for us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groaning that it cannot be expressed in words. Imagine that. Not only do we live in hope, we are also living with someone helping us. Imagine the Bible says the Holy Spirit is the one praying for you. The Holy Spirit is interceding for you that even though you don't know what to pray, He actually prays to our Heavenly Father. He actually knows our concerns even though sometimes we don't even know that there is something that we are going through. They know. The Holy Spirit knows. And let me tell you a story and it's been happening to me recently and and parang ako, Lord, thank you that you always remind me of church community, and not only that, you remind me that you are mindful of me. You know, I have my own prayer team, and Ate Amy is there, Tita Mila is there, Tita Rose, uh, Willie Chua is there, and they would always pray for me. I would actually request for prayers, and they would pray for me on the spot. But you know, all of those people I have um, uh, named or shared would text me once in a while and say this, Pastor, Meron ka bang ganito? Kasi parang ito yung gusto ipag-pray sa'yo ni Lord. Eh. Parang God wants me to tell this to you. And almost 100% that every time they text me without me asking, 
it is my concern during that time. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is mindful of us. That in our suffering, He knows that He would even send people to pray for us. And that's why we are people of hope. In your suffering, the Holy Spirit is interceding for you. In your tears, in your pain, in your sorrow, in that mourning that you are going through today, you know what? God is with you. And He is even praying for you through the Spirit. Wow. And that's why Paul, in his letter to the Corinthian, ch Corinthian church, says this. We are people who are what? Afflicted, yes, in every way. In another version, it says we are pushed, pressed down in, in different parts. But it says we are not crushed, perplexed, but not driven to despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but never destroyed. Why? Because we are people of hope. We are people with the Holy Spirit praying for us. And that's why we can live our lives and saying, Lord, yes, I'm suffering today. This is temporary. But you know what? You will not give up. Because you know that God is with you. Amen? Amen. Last verse. Verse 28. It says, and we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to His purpose for them. You know what? In your suffering, we may not have control. And that's painful for us. We might want to take away this pain. We, we want to leave. And it, suffering actually reminds us that we are not in control of our situation. We can't fix it on our own. But verse 28 reminds us that God is in control. God is in control of your life. God loves you so much that He is actually making sure that you have everything that you need. His grace is sufficient in your weakness, the Bible says. God is in control. You know, God is not surprised that this pandemic is happening. God is not surprised that you might have this illness. God is not surprised that you don't have work today. You know what? Go back to Him and say, Lord, be in control of my life. I can't do anything about it anyway. I'm suffering anyway, but Lord, I know that when you are in control, everything will be okay. As I end, the third thing I want to share is this. Always remember that God is in control. You may be suffering today. Remind yourself, God is in control. He has your life in the palm of His hand. Amen? Let's pray. Lord, thank You for this time. Thank You, Lord God, that we can come to You. Lord, we can worship You even today. Lord, for my brothers and sisters who are going through a lot, Lord, we are not here to tell them that's not suffering, walayan, discredit that, you know. We are here to tell you that, yes, we acknowledge that you are going through a lot. But you know what? God wants you to know that you can draw hope from Him. God wants you to know that it will come to pass. Matatapos din yan. And God wants you to know that He is in control of your situation today. Lord, thank you that we can draw near to you once again. Lord, thank you that you will 
give us a different perspective, Lord, a perspective that is eternal, Lord, that, that we can see you, Lord God, that we can actually wait on you to intervene and we, we want an encounter with you today. Lord, thank you that we will not even do our, our going through suffering alone. Lord, send people to my brothers and sisters to pray for them, to carry the load with them, and to encourage them in their daily lives. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.